Well, may I say first, um, thank you for in inviting me today and uh, making me part of this lovely broadcast. Isn't he? I should disclose that I am married to this very polite gentleman, shouldn't I really? <laughs> Perhaps. I'm feeling honoured to be the honorary uh, third wicked woman today. We're very glad <clears throat> to have you. you we've, we've seen you in a dress. You look nice in a frock. Because mm. uh, what sommeliers possibly lack at times is a bit of a female touch. Mm. Seems to be a very male-dominated uh, uh, business. Anyway, True. Uh, as long as we don't take it too serious. Yeah, so um, today's food and wine match uh, came up. Uh, as I recently have heard a, a friend of Sam saying, he ate Toto Oma. And, um, he ate his dead grandma. Yeah. So, so that's the German term for dead granny. Well, uh, that was something I have not heard before. And um, uh, <laughs> So cannibalism isn't usually very popular in Anyway, Germany. what it came down to, it, it's some kind of sausage which uh, is getting uh, cooked and it breaks open and it rather looks not so attractive. And uh. Anyway, so um, we came up with uh, maybe trying a traditional German Blutwurst mm. uh, with some sauerkraut and some smashed potatoes. Ooh, smashed potatoes. Smashed potatoes. Not mashed. Something I learned in Australia. Smashed. So if you just uh, cook the potatoes in the skin till they're soft and then smash them. <laughs> with, a sma with a masher. So That's great. Uh, you have them rather chunky. Okay. Yeah. So just to clarify, the torta mm. Omar mm. part mm. is a blood sausage that's been cooked, poached, I believe is that the, right? I believe the Toto Oma, if you want to be technically correct, and I haven't gone into depth, is a, is a Wurst or it's a sausage which, which is called Grützwurst. Now, don't ask me how to translate that. <laughs> and it doesn't even sound enticing enough no. in German to go any further. And the, the, the challenge here was now to, to use a wine, which of course should match to start with, but which should be also a bit left of field and not always drinking the same, either a Riesling or a Chardonnay or, or as I say in the world of uh, food and wine, an autochtone varietal. So um, a varietal may be indigenous to Germany, but as these grapevines root around like <laughs> unbelievable, you never know who is autochtone and who is not. They're a bit promiscuous. <laughs> so welcome to migration. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> No discriminating. So what we came up with, or what I thought should be interesting, was a, um, the grape varietal called Muscatella. Ah. Um, Muscatella, a very old-fashioned varietal in Germany, being known for being a, a, li a little bit sweeter. Mm. So the idea was to find a wine which is not too acidic, to not clash with the sauerkraut, but which has enough body and, and interesting flavors, aromas, to not get lost uh, against the bold flavors of the Blutwurst. So trying, sitting there, very excited at the table, and, and it all looks very appetizing, and having um, my first bite to eat, and having all the flavors going around my mouth, I'm looking at this glass of wine with the Muscatel, and saying, mm, you're my little baby. <laughs> and I'm drinking it, and my little baby was... Drowning a tiny little bit in. because uh, the wine didn't have enough acidity. It didn't have enough body to match that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just falling. It, it still was nice. And especially for those of you which are not interested in drinking dry wines or bone dry wines, that is definitely um, a very suitable match. It's a nice wine. But I like um, the wine and my food and wine matches to be on par with the food. I usually don't like the wine to be the hero and say, look at me, look at me, but at least on par, so there's a nice balance. So the wine got a bit lost. Luckily enough, there was another bottle open in the fridge, 
which was a Grauer Burgunder. Grauer Burgunder is, after Silvana, the third most planted varietal, white wine varietal in Germany. It's more known in the English world as uh, Pinot Gris or Pinot Grigio. It's, it's a mutation, if you like, from the, from the family of Burgundy varietals. What are its flavor characteristics? It's, it's more acidic, which is very important to start with, but it has quite lush flavors. Mm. It has even nearly has some tropical aromas. Mm. I would say quite often you can find a bit of quince, you can find a bit of pear, you can find a bit of apple. People which are not too convinced of Grauer Burgunder speak about it's a bit of a fruit salad, it's a bit of a potpourri. Mm. And I think of it as a summer wine. And that's, that's fair enough. And pretty much living in Australia most of my last 20 years, that's the way I know this varietal. And if you wanted something a bit more se sexy, then you went for a French Pinot Gris mm. or in Germany a Weissburgunder. So the Grauer Burgunder wasn't taken too serious till recent. I think there's a big change because when I tasted this wines, I had even trouble finding out that this is actually a Grauer Burgunder because it had quite firm acidity. It was a very confident wine, which matched fantastically with the food. So it went well with the Blutwurst. Oh, it was wonderful. It was superb. Dead grandma, blood sausage. And Grauburgunder. Yes. And in Australia, if someone's listening to this and they race down and buy, somehow, find a Blutwurst at yeah. the local butcher. Uh, I mean, if you're in Melbourne, definitely the Queen Victoria markets. They should go and buy a Pinot Gris. And if you, yeah, you will, you would, you will not find a Grauburgunder in, in Australia, not to my knowledge. So buy yourself a Pinot Gris, yes. Buy yourself maybe a, a Pinot Gris from the Alsace region. Mm. And I think that would be a beautiful match to your Blutwurst. So two thumbs up for Dead Granny and Grau Burgunder slash Pinot Gris. Absolutely. <laughs> and smash your potatoes, yeah. don't mash them. Mm -hmm. That's the lesson. And if you're interested in seeing photos of this fantastic meal, it was. It was rich, but it was mm. great. I'll put some photographs up on our Facebook page, Three Wicked Women Radio and our Twitter feed, Wicked Women Rad, because we are rad. <laughs> and if you have any suggestions for a freak food and wine match to put Oliver Budak to the test, you can send us an email, threewickedwomenradio at gmail.com. Oliver, thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Husband, <laughs> declared, declared, disclosed, disclosed. <laughs> He's polite, isn't he? He's very polite. Shall we have him back? I think we should have him back. Would you like to come back? It would be lovely because I have some alternative food matches now for the Muscatella because Ooh. I could not let that to waste and I found a fantastic food match for that. Next time on Three Wicked Women Radio.